Hey, welcome to the Daily Jamingo. I'm your host, John Jamingo, and uh, welcome to a Monday. I got to tell you, <laughs> so I've been an Eagles fan since I've been 12 years old. So that's 50 years. This is my 50th year of being an Eagles fan. And they do not make it easy, let me tell you. <sighs> I, You know, I kind of knew when they started the season that they weren't it's the team, the team that went to the Super Bowl. You could tell because they just weren't really, you know, they weren't beating teams like they were beating teams before. And again, Lisa says it's time to change teams. Never. I, there's no way. I'll, I'll die an Eagles fan. There's no way I could change teams. I can't do that. I'm as, I'm as born and bred an Eagles fan. I couldn't root for another team. Now, don't get me wrong. I like other teams. You know, I'm a fan of Kansas City. I'm a fan of Jacksonville. And the reason I'm a fan of Kansas City is because I finally forgave Andy Reid. And now I like Andy Reid because he coached here. And Doug Peterson, who brought us a Super Bowl, he's down in Jacksonville. So I like that team also. I always despise the Cowboys. That is a team that I cannot stand. And the other teams are like, meh, meh. You know, they're meh. But this Eagle team, oh, my God. They got the 10-1 and one and then just self-destructed. And don't get me wrong. I understand the the San Francisco game. I can even understand the Dallas game. I mean, here's the problem. I can understand losing. I can't understand getting the, the brakes beat off of you and just basically muscled out of this, like muscled out of your stadium. San Francisco came here and they embarrassed the team. Then Dallas, you know, the, the Eagles went to Dallas, and they just embarrassed us. So you figured, okay, all right. I mean, they beat the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo's a good team. Took them to overtime, but they beat them. And if you listen to some people that are fans of this show, they'll say, well, that was because of the refs. <laughs> okay. All right. You know, we, we get beat by the refs too. But after that, the Seattle game – where they scored to go ahead, and you just knew that Seattle with a minute and something seconds was going to come 90-something yards and score a touchdown. They did. And then they beat the Giants, barely. And then Arizona, who, to be honest with you, is not a good team. They're like one of the worst-ranked teams against the run, and we're supposed to have this amazing offensive line, and they just... They never punted through the whole game. They scored every time. Every time. And that's an embarrassment. So now all they have to do is they have to go in and they beat the Giants. And what, as an Eagles fan, I want them to go in and show me that you deserve to go to the playoffs. And they did not. I turned the game off at halftime. I couldn't watch it anymore. And then I turned on the post-game shows, and this city is on fire right now. I mean, they want the coach's head on a platter. They are pissed. They want him fired. And uh, I, I tell you what, I don't disagree with them. I think this coach has got to go. I think he's lost the locker room. 
it just goes to show you that last year it wasn't his offense; it was Shane Steichen's offense, and Shane went to the Colts. This team, this team has too much talent on it to be getting beat this bad. And right now, the defense is horrible. We really don't have a good defense, so they're going to have to do something in the offseason for the defense. But I feel bad for like my daughter is an Eagles fan now, and she, you know she kind of grew up when you know they won the Super Bowl and. They haven't been really a bad team since she's been a fan. And last night, or whenever it was Sunday night, just broke her. Broke her heart. <laughs> like, well, welcome to being an Eagles fan. It's it's not always it's not all sunshine and flowers, I'll tell you that. Dean says the Lions would be the number one scenes if the ref hasn't blown it for the Lions. The refs blew it for the Lions. I'm not sure where what game that was that they blew it for the Lions. And Lisa says, born and bred Lions Tigers and U of Michigan fan. Oh, isn't U of Michigan playing for the national championship tonight? What are you doing here? I mean, I love that you're here. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, if it was my, if my team was playing for the national championship, I wouldn't be listening to some douchebag on wherever you're listening. Twitch. <laughs> I'm not listening. Hey, listen, I love Jamingo, but this national championship. I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta watch. Uh, but there we go. So I don't know. It takes me a couple days to get over. I lo- Listen, I don't mind if the Eagles lose as long as they really play their hearts out. But these last couple games, I mean, they are just, they're just laying over. They're not playing Eagles, you know, hard nosed football. So, and then the coach comes to the to the podium afterwards and says, "I don't know what you know. I don't know what we got to do to change this over." He said something stupid, and I'm like, "If I was the owner of the team, I'd come down and fire you right now. Look, get off the stage. You're fired. I'll take over here." So, uh, Mike's here. Rose Bowl. Fuck that shit. I got Jamingo priorities. <laughs> well, thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. All right, so here's a crazy thing that I'm doing tonight that I don't normally do. I am going, after I get done doing this, at 10 o'clock tonight, Eastern Time, I'm coming back on with Jason Almy, and we're going to talk about what happened down in Miami at the mall where some kind of 8- to 10-foot creatures came out. So it's going to be like a tin hat conspiracy theory. We're going to go into... Uh, what happened down there or what supposedly happened down there. And it should be fun. It should be fun. So we'll see what happens now. Uh, see, so the one thing about this, you know, crowd, my, you know, the people that come in here and watch is that it's very diverse. We have uh, Lions fans. We have Bills fans. We have Steelers fans. We have an Alabama fan. I think that's it. Probably. So uh, Budvucker and uh, the Duchess are Steelers fans. And the problem with the Steelers is they're the same thing as the Eagles. They're going to get their pants – they're going to get the pants beat off of them the first game. Who do the the Steelers play in the first round? Hang on, let me look. Buffalo. (laughs) Yeah, I think the Steelers are going to get it handed to them. So let me see what we got here. All right, so let's just look at the playoffs before I get off of this. Let's just look at the playoffs right here. Let's see what we got. All right, so here's the playoff picture right now. 
So the Eagles, which they're the fifth seed, they would have been, they could have been the number one seed, but no. So so now they're the fifth seed. Uh, they're playing Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is a good team. Tampa Bay. The one thing that the Eagles can't do is pick up the blitz, and the th- one of the third most blitzing team in the NFL is the uh, Tampa Bay. So I say that Tampa Bay is going to beat the Eagles, and they're going to take on San Francisco. And then the Lions in Los Angeles. I'm going to take the Lions in this one. I, they got the home field advantage. L.A.'s playing good. L, you know, they're playing good, but I, I'm going with the Lions. And then Dallas at home is going to just destroy the Packers. So then you have Dallas versus the Lions. It is in Dallas, and that's going to be a tough one for the Lions. But I don't see the thing about the playoffs is Dallas is supposed to be this good team, but they're not a good team when they play good teams. So then I'm going to pick the Lions versus San Francisco. And then uh, San Francisco is going to beat the Buccaneers. So it'll be San Francisco and the Lions. And then I'm going to take the Lions or San Francisco in the Super Bowl. San Francisco is going to beat the Lions in San Francisco. I just unless something happens, unless you know injuries. So that's that. Let's move over to the other side. The Pittsburgh Steelers limp into the playoffs. Oh, please lose! Oh, oh my God, please tie! Everything fell right, and the Pittsburgh Steelers actually made the playoffs. And they're playing the Buffalo Bills, and the Buffalo Bills are coming on strong. They're going to annihilate the, the 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 Steelers. So then you got Kansas City against Miami. I tell you what, I'm taking Miami in this one. I think Miami's going to knock Kansas City out. Kansas Kansas City's not going to play well. So then we're going to have the same thing, the same game that we just had at the end of the season. It's going to be the Dolphins against the Buffalo Bills, but the Buffalo Bills are going to be home. I say the Buffalo Bills go go into the conference. Then you've got the Browns playing the Texans. I, I, I'm going with the Browns, and the reason I say I'm going with the Browns is because I'm going with Flacco. I just love the fact that he's, he's come back, he's an old man, and he's out there and he's, he's doing it. Uh, then the uh, Baltimore Ravens are going to destroy <laughs> destroy the Browns. So it'll be the Browns versus the Bills. I think the I mean, I'm sorry, it's going to be the Ravens versus the Bills, and I think the Ravens are going to make it. So the Super Bowl is going to be San Francisco versus the Baltimore Ravens, and I think God, that's such a t- it's going to be a great game. But if I, in my heart of hearts, I think it's going to be the Baltimore Ravens going to be the Super Bowl champions. That's the way I, I think it's going to go. That's how I see it right now. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be exciting. I love NFL playoff football. Eagles don't deserve to even be in the playoffs right now with the way they closed out the season. But they're going to get in there. They're going to be one and done. They're going to they're going to get beat by Tampa Bay, and then uh, Nick uh, Sirianni is going to get fired. And they're going to have to look for another coach. I know Duchess doesn't like the Ravens because they're in our our division. They're an amazing team. That quarterback, their quarterback from the Ravens, they basically said he was no good and, you know, he's passed his prime and he's hurt. And he's going to be the MVP this year, I think. So that's what we have there. All righty. Second thing up, Joe Biden limped out to Valley Forge this weekend and he comes out and he's got his speech and 
Can't talk about the economy because that's in the shitter. Can't talk about his foreign policy because there's war all over, you know, there's war all over the place. He's spending money like a drunken sailor. The border's wide open. People are pouring in from the border. So what are we going to talk about? Trump! Trump! He's here. He is at Valley Forge. What a moron. God. This, I can't believe this guy's president. I can't believe this guy still wipes his own ass. The violence of January the 6th. One Capitol Police officer called it a medieval battle. <laughs> Just, is that a medieval battle there? He said he was more afraid in the capital of the United States of America, in the chambers, than when he was fighting as a soldier in the war in Iraq. That's terrible. Isn't it terrible? It's all, look at him. So they're going to take and just try to make this January 6th, 9-11, and it's just not going to happen. Now, don't get me wrong. The morons that voted for Biden— and I call them morons. And the morons that are going to continue to vote for Biden, you know, it, that doesn't matter what he did. They, they could catch Biden banging a six-year-old Vietnamese boy over the, uh, the desk in the Oval Office. What's the desk in the Oval Office called? It has a name. I forget what the name of it is. But uh, he could get caught on video banging a Thailand boys in a 14 year old boy in the backside and Democrats would still vote for him. They wouldn't vote for Trump. The resolute desk. Thank you, Bud Rucker, the resolute desk. Biden could get caught having unconventional sex with a Thai, Taiwan boy, Thai boy uh, in the Oval Office on video and they would still vote for him. Okay. But most of the people in this country are like, inf inflation is crazy. I mean, some of the states are they're out of control. So inflation's crazy. They want to get rid of all gas vehicles. That's not going to work. Who's going to have money to buy an electric vehicle? You got money to buy an electric vehicle? I don't. And and he's going to go with uh, January 6th? Because they're, they're saying, do you want Trump back in office? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, anything, anybody but this guy. Now, don't get me wrong. If they put in <laughs> Nikki Haley, I would vote for her. And and Ron DeSantis, anybody but Biden. A house plant. I will vote for a house plant before I would vote for Biden. Duchess says, yeah, an $80,000 electric paperweight. Holy shit. And... So, uh, and people are like, oh, the, the climate. What a, what a big, giant hoax this climate thing is. This, is. this is just a way for the elites and the globalists to take the useful idiots and use propaganda and basically, you know, get them to believe that this climate change is a thing. And it is not. Bud Vucker says... Super ticket. Vivek Haley, 2024. Oh, I'm sorry, but I, I, sometimes I think, and again, where do I get this? Well, hang on. Let me take this off the screen. Sometimes I think that uh, this country just, just does, we're too stupid to be a country anymore. Like we have actual morons in, uh, in, the, uh, in the press, 
and and just the the public were morons. Most of them are morons because they believe everything that is told to them in, on the news, on TV. And you could see if you just took a little time to look past what's going on here, you would realize that you're getting fed a bowl of shit with a spoon. But what do I know? And someone that comes on like Vivek Ramaswamy, who has all the ideas of Trump, but doesn't have the just the baggage of Trump. And everybody hates him. Oh, he's brown. <laughs> he's a little brown. There you go. Here she is. All talk. Unlike Nikki Haley, that unlike what's what's Nikki Haley? If she if she's all talk too. They're all all talk. What what makes you think that Nikki Haley has is going to be a better president than Vivek Ramaswamy? Besides the fact that she wears heels and has a vagina, what? Please tell me. <laughs> no one cares about him being brown. A ton of people care about him being brown. Every time I see this man speak, I'm like, yep, I believe 100%. 100%. Everything he says to me makes sense. Nope. Budvucker says, down with the brown. <laughs> it's not like, uh, I, I don't know. Again, I, I just think to me that DeSantis, Haley, Christie, they're all part of that. Beltway initiative. They've all come up through politics. And you need somebody to get in there and shake it up like Vivek. Just like Trump did in 2016. He came in and sh shook it up. And uh, and, and they, they tried to destroy him from day one. He was never supposed to win that election. They didn't think that was even possible. But they, they thought she, Hillary was going to win on a landslide. And everybody and their brother stayed home. Nobody came out to vote for her. So what did they do the next time? They said, screw this. We're sending out mail-in ballots. And more people than ever voted. And 81 million morons voted for Joe Biden. 81 million morons. I mean, let me bring this back. This, I, this, he just, every time he speaks, I just. He's more afraid. And since that day, more than 1,200 people have been charged for their assault on the Capitol. Nearly 900 of them have been convicted or pled guilty. Collectively, to date, they have been sentenced to more than 840 years in prison. You should be ashamed. Of January the 6th, one Capitol police officer. Oh, you should you should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself that you're bragging that you arrested 1,200 people. You were arresting and, and and sentencing to prison people that weren't even in Washington during that. Just they, they were texting. Hey, the guy, guy texts you. Like I see my cousin Jimmy texting me. Hey, uh, I'm in the Capitol. Uh, you were, we're, we're, I'm over in Nancy Pelosi's office. I think I want to get myself a paperweight. You know, and, and I text back, go ahead, storm the castle. Next thing you know, I'm all jammed up because I said, by the way, one guy just was texting back and forth with his buddies that were there. He's in jail. He's so proud of stuffing people in jail for attending a Capitol protest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jimmy. Oh, the Jimmy. I, I, he's going to be on the Daily Jamingo on Friday. 
He was supposed to be here Friday. Oh, I never told you what happened Friday. Friday, I thought I was having a heart attack. I was having chest pains, and I was I was sitting in my truck, and I'm like, am I going to go to the hospital right now? Because if I'm wrong, and they're going to keep me in the hospital all weekend, and, you know, pinprick me and put all kinds of things on me, and so I sat there for a while, and I started feeling better, and I said, well, you know, I, I took a shower. I've been doing all this stuff. If I was going to have a heart attack, I'd have a heart attack. But it just seemed to be fine. So I made an appointment to go see my cardiologist, and uh, they're going to say, you're fat. Now, here's the, here's the other thing with me, because I'm a, there's something wrong with me mentally. I'm a loon. If I start thinking about it or somebody starts talking about it or someone asks me a question about what it is, what you know, what's going on, it starts happening. So I haven't had any kind of pains in like a day and a half. I'm talking about it now. I just moved and I had a twinge. I'm like, oh, what was that? <laughs> Nick says, and then you farted. <laughs> and it went away. Oh, it's gas. Yeah, I'm a hypochondriac. I am 100% a hypochondriac. Uh, my daughter's boyfriend has COVID. So I talked to her today. She's over there staying with him. I said, well, let's stay there until he's better and you don't have it. Because all I need her to do is come home, infect the whole family over there. They bring my son over here. Next thing you know, I got COVID again. I don't need it. Budvugger says, simple test to see if you're having a heart attack. Can you stick your thumb in your anus without discovering you're fine? I don't think that's how that works. I'm not 100% sure. I don't think that's how that works, but... How could you stick your thumb in your ass and not have any kind of discomfort? I mean, unless that's your thing. Uh, did I wear a mask on the phone? I did not wear a mask on the phone. <laughs> the dipstick test. So Biden's, he's out there. I'm good. To, uh, you can't, this is a, for the country's democracy. I can't have Trump in here. He said he's going to. Do things that shouldn't be done. I think I shit my piss. Okay, well, I'm going to say that back in the Valley Forge when I was a young boy and Pope Pock was there and he was rubbing the blonde hair on my legs, that he said, "Whatever you do, Joey, don't let a man come into the White House that uh." Might do something that was, what was I talking about? And then after the speech, he just wanders around. Jill's got to run up there and grab him like like, like he's going to fall off the stage. And this is the guy they're going to let run? Obama's pissed off. Obama's like, he can't run. There's no way he can run. We're going to get Trump back here again. And when Trump gets back in office, you know what's going to happen. Trump's going to get back in office, and he's going to start digging in this shit and find out everybody that fucked him over. And they're Gone. I mean, out of here. He'd be like, and you're fired, and you're fired. And I see you back there. Yep, pack your shit. You're fired, too. Oh, you get the fuck out. You thought you were going to take and, uh, and get uh, take the presidency away from me. Well, I showed you. I'm, I've never seen a country go from somewhat prosperity. You know, before COVID, this country was firing on all four cylinders. Once they released COVID and they did that two weeks to flatten the curve, that little fucking lie they had, 
And after that, two years and all this shit that's going on with COVID. And then they impeached him twice. Hey, uh, he got to stay the hell out of uh, uh, Ukraine. Uh, I'm making a billion dollars over there. He better shut his mouth. Everything the Democrats accused the Republicans, Republicans of doing, they're doing. They're saying, you're a fascist. And they're doing all the fascist shit. Biden was the one that took and uh, tried to mandate the vaccine, was getting people, got nurses fired, first responders fired, military people uh, were discharged because they wouldn't take that fucking vaccine. I thought that was part of liberty. Wasn't that part of democracy? See, there's a difference. There's democracy and then there's liberty and freedom. And they don't really know. They don't go together. In other words, they don't have to. So you can have a democracy where 51% of the country says that they want this and then the fuck the 49%. Or you can have liberty and freedom where they say, well, we want everybody to take the vaccine. Mm, Well, it could be available, but not everybody has to take it. What do you mean? This is a democracy. Like today uh, in New York, going into New York, the Palestine protesters went to both tunnels. I think the George Washington Bridge, they they shut down a bunch of shit over there Uh, on a Monday morning. I can't believe that nobody got killed because New Yorkers, they don't normally fuck around. And if you're going to sit there and and do a protest on a bridge and block traffic and shit like that, I can't believe you know a bunch of truckers didn't run them the fuck over. But we'll see what happens. That's got to stop too. I mean, I don't mind you protesting, but when you're going to sit there and block traffic and not let anybody through, you know something? I'll tell you this right now. If that was uh, a Trump supporters that were doing that against, let's say that Trump supporters were there and they were shutting the traffic down because of the border situation. There would have been nightsticks and buses and dogs, and they would have been all arrested and hauled away. But, you know, Palestine, ooh. Budvucker says, Democrats can break the law as long as it furthers their agenda and keeps them in power. Republican tries to uphold these same laws. Racists! Racist Nazis! Racist Nazis! (laughs) Hey, you know who got COVID after four... Four years, Howard Stern finally got COVID. And I'd love to know how that happened. That man has been in his little bunker for the whole time. He won't come out. He's been basically uh, living in his house. Everything's struck and he won't go anywhere. Uh, he revealed today, he was off last week. He was supposed to be, he was supposed to be working the three days that he does work. Um, he was off last week and he came on today and said that he was off because he got co- coronavirus. He got the coof. There's a man that's been vaccinated, probably boosted up the ass, uh, wears a mask, does everything that you can do, still got COVID. I, I would love to know how he got it. I'd love to know who, who the person was that gave him COVID. I'll tell you that. Uh, he's 69, and he said, this is, this is to be trifled with. Uh, uh, COVID's really bad. Uh, you don't want it. Yeah, it's like the flu. I had it. Everybody, everybody's had it. So he's he's out there thanking people. Thank God for this vaccine, because if I didn't get it, I probably would have died. Got the flu, man. It's okay. You're fine. 69 years old. You're in pretty good shape, pretty good health. 
you're going to cruise through this thing. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, you get, it's a fever, it's headaches, it's all that. But you made it. You made it through. Thank God. Like, in other words, if he makes it through after all this, then maybe he'll get back out of his house. Maybe he'll go back to the studio again. He's always been a germaphobe. Ever since I can remember, he's always been a, a, a you know a germaphobe. But uh, now that he's got it, he's maybe he's got some of those uh, natural immunities running through his system. Maybe he'll go back into the studio again. But why would he? He's home. He gets up. He does it three days a week. I keep his wife, like sh she's a lot younger, and she's tied down, and she's basically a prisoner in that house. Like she's not allowed to go out because she might get something. And so now maybe she'd be allowed out because I have a feeling, and I could be wrong, but she, I can't see that marriage lasting much longer. How long can you keep somebody penned up like a veal? I don't know. It's not the stern that I knew back in the day. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard of Substack. Sub Substack is like where bloggers go now. It's kind of like, uh, I guess it's YouTube for bloggers. So basically you can go to Substack and you can write articles and everything. And if people want to read your articles, they can subscribe for, I don't know how much it is a month. So one of the things that Substack is, is there a free speech platform? And now people are pissed off because they don't they're like you know what there's uh you guys are giving a platform for nazis and white supremacists and stuff like that and substack said hey hey you know what this is a free speech platform we don't have to agree with them but they can come you can make your own you can go listen to them and you can make your own decisions so now they're doing that shit where well you know what we're gonna take and we're gonna leave this platform so the first person that did this was a, a a place called Platformer. Never heard of Platformer before. All right, bye. Bye, see you. Go somewhere else and try to do what you do here. Or you know what? Why don't you guys do what uh, what you told people from Twitter? Go start your own thing. Go start your own platform where all your own people can go. Uh, and I, I got to tell you what, I'm not a fan of Substack. I don't think I, no, I don't have, I don't support anybody on Substack. But to be honest with you, I might go over there and take a look now because they're, they are for free speech, absolute free speech. This is the way it used to be, guys, back before all this other nonsense started. You know, I can't remember how many times you say, listen, I don't agree with him, but I'll stand up for his right to say it. You say that shit all the time. Um, right now, there's a bunch of uh, people that might be leaving the platform. We're leaving because we don't like these Nazis. Hey, here's an idea. Stay away from the Nazis. Why don't you try that? Stay away from the Nazis. Get away from them. They won't hurt you if you're not there. And you know what? Isn't the Nazis kind of doing the same thing that you guys are doing with the Jews now? It's like you don't want them to defend themselves when they're being attacked. Aren't you kind of like Nazis yourselves? Just thinking spitballing here but maybe you guys are kind of like the nazis it's if if you don't like it it's got to go i don't like it it's hate speech mike the rawest dog says how many people have to leave to make room for Jamingo to come in all of them i need a big room all of them i get it it's a fat joke
Uh, well, I mean, Beth Stern, I'm sure if she left, she would, yeah, they signed a prenup, but I'm sure she would get, I don't know, enough to live on. It's not like she's going to get half, but, you know, she'll get a couple mil. I think he's like, he's worth like $600 million or something like that. We looked it up the one time. I think it was over $500 million he was worth. He cut loose with about 10, 10 million. Hey, uh, go out, go into that dusty vault and bring out 10 million for the ex-wife. Nick says, Democrats, everyone I don't like is a Nazi. I don't like you, Nazi. I don't like you. <laughs> I, I, I guess that we somehow allowed this when we started to listen. They used to say, you got to listen. And then I'm like, okay, I'll listen. I'll listen to you tell me about um, diversity and uh, inclusion and, and equity. I'll listen. And then I was listening and I was like, this sounds like a lot of bullshit. But I didn't say anything. I kept my mouth shut. And then they just kept stepping over the line, over the line. Now they're like, oh, hate speech. Hate speech has to be taken down. Well, I hate to tell you that hate speech is protected under the First Amendment of the Constitution. What? You, you agree with hate speech? I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying it's protected. What Two things can be correct at the same time. It's protected, and I don't agree with it, but it's protected. Because what happens when you think that what I'm saying is hate speech? As many do. All right. So, anyhow, uh, we will be back here. We, uh, Jason Almy and I will be back here. We'll be talking about the Miami mall incident where they had 300 cops, a bunch of black helicopters, they turned off the police scanners. They shut the electricity down to 69,000 or 100, 6,900 people in the area. Uh, some shenanigans went on. There's some eyewitness accounts. And uh, we're going to dig into this because it's very hard to find this story anywhere. And I have some clips, and it's pretty interesting. So if you're not doing anything at 10 o'clock tonight, we'll be back here on the Twice Daily Jamingo. And uh, we'll be talking about that. So that should be a lot of fun. And you know what? We could be all wet and this could be a bunch of bullshit. And I, I totally accept that. But there's a lot of shit that doesn't make sense, doesn't pass the Jamingo sniff test. And uh, we will be back here tonight to talk about it. So if you're hanging out here and uh, you want to come back, uh, it would be great to have you here. If not, it'll come out as a podcast the Daily Jamingo. So, like I said, hang out with us, and I appreciate you being here. And uh, tell somebody about the show. Help, help a brother out. Let's see if we can get. Let's see if we can get up to fifty people listening to this show. <laughs> Mike, the rawest dog, says, "I'm wet every time I listen." Well, thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. Duchess says, I'll be watching the game. I'll be trying to make it. What time does the game come on tonight? Is it a is it a late game? Is it eight o'clock? Is it an 8 o'clock game? Uh, I'm already set up for it. And here's the thing. I would have had it earlier, but uh, apparently uh, Jason has children, and children fuck everything up. That was the same thing with Jody. Jody was trying to wrestle his, his son into bed every time Rubberneckers was coming on at 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock his time. He was trying to get the kid into bed, and if he couldn't get the kid into bed, it was a nightmare. So, children... 
Little kids, little problems. Big kids, big problems. So we'll see what happens. Uh, oh, it's about now. Game's getting ready. It's almost game time. All right. So I'm going to check out of here. Thank you very much for hanging out with me. And uh, I'll be back here in... What time is it? I'll be back here at two and a half hours. So uh, talk to you later. That's it? We're just getting into it.